tell me uh, any more words on the Old Bridge Metal Militia. Well, all we can really say is that they were a big help to us, and they really kind of upped us a lot to... Um, I would say, like, more so of the metalheads in their 40s. More so, like, because, honestly, they helped us get more of a older demographic in New Jersey to like us, I would say. And yeah. thank you to the Old Bridge Metal Militia if yes. you are listening. Thank you so much. Did you ever get to meet John Zazula? No. Hopefully one day. <laughs> I see. Now, um, tell me about performing at the Thrash Bash Barbecue on August 2nd. Like, how did you get set up on that? And have you been a part of underground DIY concerts like this in the past? Um, we've been under, we've been under um, DIY concerts before in the past. Um, I've actually myself have put on a couple of shows myself. They've been really hard, but <laughs> we've done it before. And I'm looking, a l- really, I'm looking forward to this a lot. Yeah, with uh, the setting up of the Thrash Barbecue, that just really had to deal with uh, my connection to Chris Butera and Robert Orr. And I actually met them back in 2011 at the um, American Carnage show in the IZOD Center. I was, like, talking to one of my friends about Thrash that came with me, and I mentioned Forbidden, and Chris comes running, and they're like, look at my Forbidden tattoo, and he, like, shows me his bicep. And then, you know, I eventually connected with him and his band, went to his Meat Locker show, and we stayed in touch. And then eventually... What that led to was Chris Butera eventually asking Paralysis to play the Thrash Barbecue. How long have you known uh, Butera? 2010, so that would obviously be about four years. So where did you meet him exactly? American Carnage Show? And in the IZOD Center. I was in the um, one of the outside hallways like where before like all the seating sections are and as i told you i was talking to my friend dante oh slayer moved. testament and megadeth yes that yeah so. yeah i was there too yeah and apparently rat skates walked right past us wow that's nuts yeah and um yeah i mean i was talking to my friend who's since moved and then just chris comes out of nowhere and shows me his arm like i got a forbidden tattoo and then he shows me like his merciful fate one and i think he had another one or something but his tattoos are pretty cool <laughs> now um like, how long is your set list going to be on uh, the Thrash Bash? It's going to be 30 minutes full of originals and covers. What types of covers are you going to put in there? Uh, Well, we'll throw in one, but another one will be a surprise. We're going to do uh, going to do Thrashered hmm. by uh, DRI. And we did that at the Jockstrap show, the basement show, and it was such a success. Everybody went nuts for that, so it was like... We kind of want to do it again and see how it ends up. What about maybe um, if somebody requested Napalm Deaths, you suffer? Do you think it, you guys could pull that off, or is it just like way too much like practicing would be going in? Oh, yeah, that? that would be – I think that would be really hard. It's a lot of practice to go into that. Song. Jeremy, you think you could put all, pull off uh, you suffer? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's like – That's impressive, man. No, no. Um, Charlie, what do you have to say about that song? I don't know. Like any song needs practice. Like yeah, Suburban Home. I totally yeah. get you, man. Like, I mean, you suffer by Napalm Death, though. Right. That's it, man. Right. It's just like... It's too long. There's just too many... I don't know. There's like six different verses. and Yeah, man. And, and the time too changes, long. too, man. Oh. It's just like nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> don't forget Suburban <laughs> Home, John. Oh, yeah. No. No. Never again. 
Please now, um, have you gotten to play like backyard shows like that in the past? Uh, no, I can't say we ever did. Um, basement shows, but not backyard. basement shows. Uh, we've played. I've put on. No, we've played like D- DIY shows. Like I put on two DIY shows at the Washington Theater. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like a wreck, but yeah. We, um, you were doing everything that October yeah. show. I ma- we we managed to pull it off though. So and. When before we like entered the legit local scene, we kind of put on like DIY shows at inner town and stuff like that. So it was like, can't say backyard shows, but DIY shows. We definitely like what other bands like do you see around you that you view as like contemporaries? Where it's just like, let's say uh, if one of your members can't make it to a show, they'll fill in, or it's just like you're trading like show hookups. Where it's just like, oh, you got a show. You got on this show, so it's like you got to call up your friends and that band and get them on the show. Like, um, are there that many bands that you view as contemporaries that, like, you see that a lot of people are helping out? Or, um, um well, but basically, you... I'm just going to talk on show hookups. Like, basically, it's always good to network with you know bands from other areas and trade shows with them because it just helps you get into other areas. You help you scratch their back, they'll scratch yours. Like, you know, Panic from Pennsylvania, we've been in talks with. And just in general, it's just good to network and trade shows. John? Yeah, I agree with Nick. And, like, just talking to other bandmates and other people and other bands kind of helps out. Because, like, if you do a favor for them or if they do a favor for you, then you do the same back. Like, you you um do to others what you want to be done to you. So Definitely. And on that note... Why don't we actually play a, a Panic song? Uh, why don't we listen to uh, War Torn? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Here we go. Panic from Allentown on WMSC.
Now for the Thrash Bash Barbecue Show. Um, are you guys going on first? Uh, no, we are not. What or, time are you guys going on? Nick. No, we're going on fifth. Yeah, I was actually oh. giving you a hand signal for five. I wasn't oh. going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going on fifth. Um, I wasn't sure exactly the order of it yet, mm-hmm. but I know four well, or good five. bands are playing that. Tell me a few words about some of these other bands that are playing it. Well, I know um, Condition Critical, of course. They're they're they're, they're great. Um, they've been nice to us. Uh, because we've been nice to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we but, we um, actually let Tony use, like, most of your guitar stuff. He, all I used it. all of my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that and um, I know Zamboni, they're they're just... Hilarious. Yeah, they're great. And um, Exit Exit 17, they're great, too. Um, Tell me about those guys. Well, I haven't listened much to their stuff, but as of what I heard, it's really good to me. Has anybody seen them in concert? No, we were supposed to play with them um, at the Batcave in Montclair, but that got canceled. So it was like we wanted to see. We we were really looking forward to that show too. Like that was a show that all like great a bunch of great bands were playing, like Rorg and all that stuff. Yeah, I know. It's like um, pretty much is the Jogstrap pretty much just the reigning uh, like underground club now in New Brunswick. Well, it's basically or I Sam. I mean, in Montclair. It's basically no, 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 no. Uh, Sam. Yeah. Sam Agnew's basement. Jock, uh, Jockstrap is in New Brunswick, and the Batcave is in Montclair. Yeah, 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 I know, but it's just like. Yeah, it's hard. The Meat Locker closed down, and yeah. then yeah. the Batcave. Hopefully, hopefully the uh, Jockstrap comes like the big new underground venue because that play that was just it was small. It was a really really small um, basement, but it was just. That well, was how many just people so fun. Could fit a lot of in people. There. Actually, there was a lot. There was a lot of people hanging outside, you know, doing whatever. And then there was people downstairs. Of there were at least music. maybe like forty people downstairs. Well, I'd say. About, I'd say the yeah. basement could fit like maybe fifty, sixty, seventy, even pushing it. That would be wow. really pushing it. They gotta remove that heater in the middle, I and then there could that. be like a hundred. Well, you can't remove a heater in the basement. And they got I'm like aware. those like. <laughs> well, it, it is the holes. summertime, so. Yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, that. Everybody was like when when we were playing, everybody was moshing and like running into the heater and stuff, and like no one cared. No one cared. It was, it was great, low. and they were like bouncing off the walls, and it was just great. Low ceiling, people banging their heads, getting right back up and doing the same thing. Hitting the hitting the pipes, hitting you. Yeah, they knocked over yeah, my mic stand playing. a bunch. That was honestly being a big hardcore fan of myself. Mm-hmm. Like, going to those shows, knowing, like, that's how hardcore shows work. Like, you knock over Mike, it's, like, perfectly fine. I I honestly enjoyed that. I was like, I'm home, in a way. <laughs> it was fun, though. It was a really fun show. Yeah, Sam Agnew did a very good job putting it on, getting people there. Yeah, and promoting he's it. Got a great lineup of bands, and he's told me that he's going to be doing it every month. And Yeah, we hope to go back. We hope to go back. Yeah, Sam, if you're listening, you heard John. Yep. And I mean, um, I'm starting to see like more notable bands put like the Jockstrap on like professional tour calendars, where it's just like it's like the Jockstrap. Then the band is playing at St. Vitus in New York City, and it's just like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, like Space Waster. They um, they were great. I've I've honestly never heard of them before, but once we saw them, they were just they blew me away. They're like a funk. Funk, Sl- jazz, metal, jazz. thrash, everything. They had ev- Punk. elements of everything. Kind of like everything. a thrashy Primus. Yeah, they were just, they were, they teared the place up. Everybody was enjoying their music and dancing and I wish Charlie moshing was there. and uh, yeah, everything. I 
on that note, why don't we listen to Wool Over Eyes and Exit 17? Awesome.
And that was Wool Over Your Eyes with Animus. Coming up next is Exit 17 with Change. Stay tuned to WMSC 90.3. And if you have any uh, questions for the guys in paralysis, you call in at That was a double shot of Wool Over Eyes and Exit 17, both bands that are going to be playing the Thrash Bash Barbecue this year, August 2nd in Wantage, New Jersey. Now, do any of you guys have any more things to say about some of those bands that are on the bill? Um, well, other than that... We um, played with Carcinogen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Carnes. They were awesome. Gym was awesome. I was talking to one of the guitarists the other night about guitars and stuff, but yeah, we pl- once we when we played with them at Toxic, they were just they blew me away. They were awesome. They, they were really, the trio, right? No. Or, no. Yes, they were. They're three guys. No, wait. Was it there was two death metal no. bands, Lane and Carcinogen. No, Lane was the trio band. Okay, then Car- Car- I think Carcinogen is like a four or five. Piece. Yeah, Carcinogen's okay, the okay. four because there's two guitarists. Yeah, I base. saw Carcinogen in Gussies in Queens. Like I actually went out there that was um to support a uh, bomb scare after uh, some stuff went down. And uh I believe there was uh Ray was there, Steve was there, and also Rob showed up, too. Oh, wow, awesome. And um, it was a fun show. And um, Carcinogen, I believe, was uh, headlining that show. And also Warhead from Arizona was on that bill as well. Good band. Now, um, let's hear some Carcinogen as well as Warhead if I have a good tune to play. Here we go.
And we're back. This is WMSC 90.3 with uh, the guys in paralysis. Now, if you have any uh, questions you want to ask the guys, you call in now. It's 973-655-4256. Now, we don't bite. <laughs> I don't know. Don't take Nick Mimikos' word for that. Yep. But, um, <laughs> There's no Nick Mimikos in here, just Nick Mimikos. Mimikos. It does matter. <laughs> now, you are heading all the way down to uh, AC to perform at the, the Grand Fromage, the Big Cheese, with Condition Critical. Is yes. this new territory for you guys to perform at Cheese's? Yes, yes it is. Um, we've never played down... S- like far south jersey we were going to be playing atlantic city show actually two one we never scheduled we were too late to get back to them actually um, we could have done it but we didn't want to yeah and then the other was um <clears throat> with zero gravity mm-hmm. at the uh autism fest to wet to raise awareness for autism mm-hmm. and we had to drop out of that for personal reasons. But, yeah, this is new territory, and we're hoping this is going to be a great show. Yeah, you could get a lot of, like, the Philly people around, too, because a lot of Philly people like to congregate in that area in general. Also, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go all the way down to uh, AC, you might as well think about, hey, maybe make, like, a weekend out of it and perhaps hit Delaware as well just because it's just, like, so many Philly people hit up Baltimore as well as Delaware. It's yeah. a little late now, but we yeah, will. we if we if we thought about this earlier, we would have definitely hit like um, Delaware, maybe even Baltimore. But yeah, we're hoping to make just like have a fun time down there and make maybe a week, a little bit of a weekend out of it. So there's tons of great bands on the bill as well. Oh, yeah, Condition there's Critical, Black Mass, um, um, Panic, um, Surgical Strike, Surgical Strike um, Threshold. Yeah. Where's Thrashel. Black Mass from? Massachusetts. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're it's a drive for them. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, like, you know, they're all great bands on the bill, mm-hmm. and I know that John and yeah. the other members are looking very forward to playing that gig. Now, yeah. I believe, John, um, I recall you doing a phone or interview with a radio station from Delaware. What are your thoughts on some possible concerts to play in Delaware since the distance between Delaware and Philly is really not that much? Well, basically um, – Kershaw, the one that interviewed me at uh, the University of Delaware, I think it was. Yeah. And basically, I would love to play down there. He said the scene is not that bad down there, and he could help us get a show and everything. And basically, I would love, I would love to play Delaware, and I think we would all love to play Delaware. Um, so and that would be a new too. territory, and we would, I think, hopefully, do good. Now. For everybody, what are some goals you'd like to achieve by the time you finish high school? Um, well, by the time I finish high school, um, I would love because I'm ahead of I'm like a year ahead of my class, I guess. So I'll be turning 18 in my junior year. So mm-hmm. between my junior and senior year, I would love to book a full-on tour going cross country and maybe even hitting like maybe even. Mexico City or something like that. LA. So hopefully that putting out maybe one or two records and hopefully praying to get maybe a record deal too. What type of record deal would you want? The one that anything, doesn't exploit them. Anything. <laughs> um, anything that would be really honestly something that's some 
honestly, I would look to shoot for like a touring one more mm-hmm. because like. With the record deal, those are very hard to come by these days. Not many bands as get well like, as like ones that don't exploit you or give you some <clears throat> sort of like really, yeah. really like horrific. Yeah, because situation. I was talking to my guitar teacher one day, and we were talking about record deals and stuff. And he said, "There's not just like legit record deals, but there's touring deals with labels where they'll put you on tours with other bands on that label." And honestly. That's the number one thing of my, like, dream to do is go on tour, so... Well, I mean, think about, like, Lost Society from Finland. Oh, yeah. They get to play with not only Tankard, but also Destruction. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Lost Society a lot, so... Like, a band like that, what they're doing, I would love to do one day. They haven't come to America yet, though, believe it or not. Well, yeah. Finland is a little bit far from America. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, Destruction... Anyway. Uh, does tours here and creator. Yeah, but they're also from the 80s. I guess for each of you guys, I'd like an answer for that question. Rhett. Um, Well, for high school, I mean, like what John said, just touring and producing more music and, you know, playing more around the country, of course, you know, getting out of the Northeast, you know, New Jersey and stuff. That's just a big thing. You know, personally, getting a car and stuff, being able to drive to school, that'd be cool. So, yeah, that's just simple, though. Jeremy? Uh, well, of course, besides passing high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like John Rett said, I'd really like to move out of just the East Coast, move along to the rest of the U.S. and maybe even some other countries. Like what kind of countries would you think about moving to? Uh, I'd like to play in Mexico City, uh, maybe Europe too. Well, parts of Europe. Um I'm not sure. Germany. <laughs> Germany, yeah. Jeremy, do you even know any countries in Europe? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's England, there's Germany, and I France. There's Russia. Wait, I exactly. just want to ask Jeremy a question. Where's France? In what Europe? country is it next to? <laughs> exactly. This is, not, this is not world history. Spain. Geography. <laughs> Isn't it Spain? Um, I think it's next to England, right? France? No, England's across England's, the water. England's yeah. an island, man. Well, it's the channel. Where are you? No, France is next to Spain almost. Anyways, let's get back to music. Yeah, uh, exactly. Charlie, what do you want to do after high school? Or for high school, a goal? Well, really just one of my main goals in life is to be just, just become a really good musician. Like, that's been a really huge part of my life. And, like, paralysis has been a really huge part of my life so far. So I'd also love to stick with them and go wherever they're going. Now, Nick. For the day when you finish high school. <laughs> what are your plans? Get a job. Well, basically, um, this is, it's not 2010 anymore. It's 2014, so yeah. I'm a bit out of high school right now. <laughs> Come time. on, everybody. Only took you eight years. We're yeah. proud of you. Yeah, I guess I'm proud of myself, too. Yeah. Now, I'd like to thank my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank Metallica for getting me through that hard time. <laughs> I'd like to thank Chromax for writing hard times. I'd like times. to thank Chromax for writing hard times. <laughs> and also the age of quarrel. And the age of quarrel. Yeah. But I just want to make sure you're only thanking Metallica for everything after the Black Album, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, Lulu. I love the title track off of Lulu. <laughs> yeah. That was a. 
a real tragedy. <laughs> but um, how tragedy. Long, how long until you are able to get slots supporting bands for two to three shows at a time? Like say doing the New York City, New Jersey, and maybe Allentown or Philadelphia shows. Hopefully, really soon. Um, I would love to do that really soon. Um. Hopefully, maybe either doing a couple of shows with bands that we're pretty good friends with or sh- bands that we've never heard of before and learn new stuff and play new venues that we've never played before. So I'd say probably biggest metal band out of Allentown is Mind Maze. Um, yeah. They're starting to achieve some really wild things. Um, They got this album coming out, I think in October, called Back From The Edge. Um, That should be a really... Uh, exciting album when it comes out now um what are some questions you guys would like to go back to um well whatever you feel we should go back to <laughs> i was about to say that i was yeah, like, what do you think <laughs> yeah, what do you think we missed um i guess you could talk about like the other originals if you want <laughs> Well, there's what nothing ones? really to talk about. We talked about all We just six. talked about all the ones but, that we... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Timeline-wise, when do you expect the next release? Of Single release? Well, I don't know about that one. We, we would like... We were talking maybe last interview. We were talking maybe end of the year. Now it's more pushing maybe... Next yeah, summer, that's yeah, <laughs> that sounds. Uh, maybe the end of next summer. That sounds more realistic because <laughs> of how things have went in the past with us. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, maybe sooner. If we could push it for maybe even early spring, I would love to do that. But you're not rushing, right, John? Nope, not rushing. And um, you thinking about? getting into a real recording studio or is it just going to be kind of like recorded the way no turning back yes i would love to go into a new studio because or a real studio because recording in a basement is only good for so much you can get decent tones and especially for like what we did with like an ep slash kind of demo as i put it Mm -hmm. we got what we needed to get and our singles and our slash demos, we've also recorded in my basement, and those got us as far as we could get them. But I would love to go into a real studio because that we could just go up to the next level when it comes to recording. Excellent. Red, tell me. Well, uh, for the next release, I mean, the whole basement thing, I don't know. It's like he's putting it as you know a demo EP. For an, if we're, our next release should be out an album, it could I'd say a real studio would be awesome. But there are bands that have done major albums just in basements. Yeah, um, I mean Havoc wrote all three albums in their base in the singer's basement. Foo Fighters one. recorded one of their albums in his garage in um Dave Grohl's garage. Yeah, but Dave Grohl has quite a lot of money. <laughs> true, true. He has like <laughs> after Nirvana. Playing Foo Fighters, think about the amount of like money he had to just throw around on yeah. making this. I think he like because I was watching system. an interview on that, and he like he he I think bought a lot of recording gear for that. <laughs> yeah, that's like the type of thing where it's just like his basement or wherever he records that must be better than like about 
99.999% of the bands that are out today. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. actually, I think the last album was recorded in analog. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. From I think the Sound City Studios, where I think Nevermind was. Yeah, it was the mix. It was an analog, all recorded in analog in his garage. I wish I wish more bands would go back to analog. Well, I mean, like think <laughs> about the money that you need to put into yeah. the real. The it's real a lot tape. more money. Yeah. It's a lot more money. I mean, if you really, really care about it, there's places that you can yeah. do that in New York Honestly, City. honestly, if I had the money to throw at it, I would definitely do that. Well, but. I mean, like. If you were seriously going to do that, I'd wait for, like, maybe... Us to sell 2,500,000 records. Well, I mean, like, you <laughs> want to be able to honestly easily sell 1,000 copies of an album within, like, about a, two or three months because it's, like, you're really going to be putting yourself into the red very badly Yeah, for making vinyl happen. Now, I guess... Final words, starting with Nick Mimikos. Wow, we get to go in the reverse this time? Mimi. Yes. Wow, I was like going to wait for you to like go to John t- for me to think of the answer, but if I was to say any final words, um, thank you to everybody who has shown support to Paralysis and made my work as manager at least worthwhile. Because quite honestly, if it wasn't for the fans, I'd essentially be throwing all my work into a black hole, wouldn't I? But mm-hmm. basically, I would like to you know thank a lot of the also – the local bands that have shown support to, to Paralysis, um, Panic, uh, Condition Critical, Zamboni, Xenophile, um, Surgical Strike, um, and just... Lich King. Lich... <laughs> <laughs> they hate us. They hate everybody that's not them. Um, and also thanks to Mike from Toxic for being an awesome dude, if you're actually listening, and not actually doing those kettleball exercises. <laughs> Charlie? All the fans um, of us have really been a help. We'd be nowhere without all of them. So to anybody listening, thank you very much. And also, all of our parents have been toting us around (laughs) God knows where. In the Mm. top carts. (laughs) Everywhere, yeah. Exactly. So just everybody who's just shown support to us has been really great, and we wouldn't be anywhere without them. Yeah, uh, thanks to all the fans. I mean, we'd still be trapped in our hometown if it wasn't for all the fans and like Charlie said our parents for all the support they've given us <clears throat> yeah uh, this is getting pretty redundant but you know thank the parents of course for lugging us around to all of our shows especially John's parents uh, the fans of course for showing up to our shows or else we'd have no one to play in front of which is great so uh, yeah thank you and last one me I would like to th- thank Pretty much everybody that's helped us out in the past, um, especially all our fans, they really have been a big, big help to us. And really, we wouldn't be where we are without the fans. And honestly, that's the one thing that kind of still makes me want to play music (laughs) is all our fans and how much they like us and support us. And I would really like to thank my mom for putting up with Everything that we really do and everything and toting us around in our car and bringing us to all the gigs, I'd like to thank her a lot. And thank you, Gary Holt. God bless bless Gary Holt. Holt. God bless (laughs) Gary Holt. (laughs) Gary Holt, America. Thank you. And this has been an interview with the guys in Paralysis on June 25th, 2014 from Montclair State University's WMSC 90.3 by... uh, 
Nick Brickell of Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Yeah. Thank you. And for now, WMSC concludes its broadcast day. WMSC is operated